0: Bakuta sichez chelik yudches parasha siche gimul. Bamletz dem from the seder and the last pasuk of this week's seder, which reads v'noivach halach noivach went v'yilke des knas, and he conquered the city of knas v'yikra lo noivach peshamayin he called the uh, the city that he had conquered noivach in his name he called it by his name. Shdalzach Rashi adiverter. Rashi quotes the words from the Naivah, he called it and he explains in this case the word law is is not with a dot in the hay a dot in the hay make gives it a more emphasis lah, rather than law rather than law and I saw and I saw in the uh, explanations of Rabbi Shadash, in the, that he explains why is it not with a mapikay, with a emphasized hey. Because that name Neivach did not last. He named it that, but eventually it changed names, and therefore it was it didn't have a staying power. So therefore the word law is soft, not uh, powerful, strong, as if it stayed forever. Lafikah churafa. That's why it's weak. Shemashmoi, shemashma. loy, which can be the word law. Softly can be read loy. It did not stay. The name Neivach did not stay. So the word law can be now interpreted as loy. It did not stay as the name Neivach. Utmehini, so sir says, and I wonder, my law, what is he going to explain about two words which are similar to this case, where the word law is also not with a uh, mapike, uh, which is uh, which is in the case of a Law lo bayas, and bayas said to her, meaning to Rus, and also there it's without a mapike, and livnois lo bayis to build for her a house which will be, the psukim will come up uh, soon in the sikhah to explain what it is. There too, it's without a mapikei. I wonder what is it going to explain over there? So we have to understand about this Rashi. Number one, if Rashi considers this explanation of Rav Moshe to be not fitting to Pshutoshal Mikra, and that's why he criticizes it because uh, as he says, "So then I wonder what is he going to say over there? So in other words, there's something lacking about this pshat and he doesn't like it. by the law, what is he going to do in those other places then why does he bring it all together? If he doesn't like it as a traditional mikra, why does he bring it? if he doesn't have an explanation, he could have said over here via Mengifin became Rashi as we find in a number of places of Rashi in the Torah uh, He says, I don't know what the meaning over here is, or you could say, I don't know why it's not with a mapet. Okay? He doesn't like Ramash Pshat. So say, I don't know what the reason is that it doesn't have a mapike. Okay? he doesn't know the pshat of this word even though in those cases where Rashi says I don't know the explanation there are explanations in Medrash and in other places in Chazal for those words but those explanations don't fit with the, pshutish, the simple meaning of the Pasuk so Rashi says I don't understand what it means here he could have brought a Medrash but it doesn't fit with the Pshutosh because he doesn't bring it because those explanations which he finds there in those other places where he says I don't know since they are complete they don't fit with al Mikra at all Rashi does not quote those explanations of Pshudosh Mikra because he is only focusing on al Mikra and rather he says I don't know I don't know what the meaning is so why doesn't he do the same here if he doesn't like Rabbi Moshe's chat? Number two, Rashi Why does Rashi first to show the two places where Rab Moshe doesn't explain it? Or what is he going to explain? He first quotes um, from Rus, which is in Ksuvim, on the in and then he quotes the second passage he quotes is from Zechariah where it says "livnayis labayis," which is a neviim, and say that atanach kum toch neviim and We know that neviim comes before xuvim, so then why does Rashi quote the one from xuvim before neviim? Number three, the kashya for the question that the Ramban asks in medrash rules and if Ramban drushes s'yev ayemilaboyas and s'yev livnayis labayis, the Ramban asks a simple question. In Medrash Rus, he explains both the reason why there is no mapikei in Rus, and also why it's not a mapikei in Zechariah. And in that Medrash, it also quotes the explanation that Rav Moshe gives for our Pasuk. So all three explanations are given in Medrush Rus. In other words, he gives explanations over there for all three words law which don't have a mapik and explains why it doesn't have a mapik. So what is Rashi saying? I wonder what Ramosha is going to explain over there. There is a clear explanation in Medrush Rus it's difficult to say that Rashi simply never saw that Medrash and theref- uh, therefore he wasn't unaware that it was explained there that's difficult the Ramban says that this is difficult he he intimates that this is difficult by saying and meaning Rashi is a a treasury of Torah and Halacha and Hagodas and to say that he wasn't aware of a medrash rus is very difficult to say Noch starker, the question becomes even difficult, the refrag the Raman Ram asks this in Sanhedrin even in the gemara, you don't have to find some obscure medrash rus which is not as well known as gemara, but in the gemara in Sanhedrin is there drash of because the word law for "livnis labayis" is ena mapikay, the Gemara gives a reason why, in the pasuk of "livnis labayis," why there's no Mapike. But the Gemara says, as the pasuk read, "vegan chanufa vegasarua sheyord The Gemara explains that this is talking about um, flattery and arrogance, which moved over to Bavil. On from them, vases fell the dogish, uh, and hey, lent manab as the reader forgot the roach and babbled his nishgivin in a kviyadik and eifin, lebavul nachis and the nach ishtarvuvu lehasam leelam. The story there in Zehary is that the the navi gives saw vision. I lifted up my eyes and I saw there were two women that were coming out, and there was uh, we, uh, there was wind under their wings. It lifted them up, and they had uh, wings like a uh, stork, and they carried this uh, pot or whatever it is from the he- be- uh, flo- floating between heaven and earth. And the uh, the angel said to me, "They are taking this eifa, this pot, to build for it a a home, a, a house or whatever in in Boville. So the question that the Gemara asked So that, so they said. They explained that what are these two women, what do they represent? One represents flattery, one represents arrogance. Um, and they were going to build for it a house in bubble. The question is, why does it say La? It doesn't say Lohem. It should say they were building for themselves a house for the two of them, since we're talking about two women. So the Gemara answers that the reason that it says La and not the lahem is because eventually um did not remain in Bavel. it didn't have it didn't build a house for Gassesaruah for arrogance in Babel that eventually moved over to Elam to another place and therefore the word law is the uh, the the connotation is that it never built a place of a permanent place for arrogance in Babel Therefore it's a soft hay. That's how the Gemara answers it. I'll say it inside again. As the Pasuk Redving of Babel that the Pasuk is talking about flattery and arrogance that went down were brought down to Bavel, and that's what the Pasuk is talking about, the two women going to Bovel. On fell the Doggish in the hay, and for the fact that there is no Dogesh that it's a yeah, it's not a there's no dot in the hay, landman up as the Yeridu Fungas Saruach, we learned that the uh, the coming of arrogance to Bovel is the was not in a perva- permanent place. Le originally it went, it landed, so to speak, in Bovel. And then it moved over into Elam. And even though Rashi, the way he explains it there in the Gemara, as the rai, he explains it as the rai from livnay is as yistavuva lahasam, is not. Uh, Rashi explains that it's not because the is yistavuva is nish fundem was law hot nishkem mapik hey is not from the fact that law does not have a dot in the hay nor, as does fundem vas shteit law yochit. The way Rashi explains it, as I explained it originally, that the uh, since it says law which means um, it's not a multiple, it's not a plural, but it's singular, and therefore it's talking about one of them. In other words, only one of them ended up in Bavel; The other one moved over to Elam. So it's not so much from the fact that it's uh, it's a weakened hey, a weakened word, law, but rather from the fact that it's uh, not a plural, rather a singular. So therefore you could say that Rashi doesn't see it that way, uh, so that's why he doesn't explain it here either as having been answered in the Gemara. To explain it more. Since originally it says there were two women. And to them, to the two women, they had their wings, they had wind under the wings and so on. All of it is written in a, in a plural. Which the two things that are ta- spoken of, the two women that are spoken of, is the two things with, which went above all: Hanufa both flattery and arrogance. The state Livness lo'bais, and then it says, to build for it, in the singular a home, Loshin Yachid, is the fungidrungen, therefore we know from there, ask Shabu livnes bais that when they came to settle, and to build a place for themselves in Bovel is not, is not only flattery remained fixed in Bovel and, and arrogance moved over to Elam that's how Rashi explains what the Gemara is saying rather than from the law, from the Mapike so even though Rashi interprets it differently and he doesn't emphasize, he doesn't bring it out from the emphasis of the word law, the lack of emphasis of the word law, but it's difficult to, that Rashi should therefore say, in our Rashi, I wonder what he's going to say in that case. Because even though Rashi has his reasons why that's not how he interprets it in the Gemara, and he says that it's more from the plural versus singular, but it's possible that Rav Moshe does explain it as being coming from the fact that there is a lack of emphasis on the word law, and therefore Rav Moshe has a very good explanation about the law over there. And Rashi knows this; he uh, Rashi obviously knows the Gemara. So therefore, even though he chooses to interpret it differently, but why is he questioning what Rav Moshe Adashin going to do with this law? There's a perfectly good explanation in the Gemara why there is a de-emphasized law in that case as well. Pays. the beer in them. So to explain. Machingeret filmol, it's been discussed many times, as that even when Rashi brings a drash, which is not, it's, in other words, it's not usually strictly pshutoshal Mikra. it's more um, homiletic, Drush rather than Pshutusol Mikra, but if Rashi brings it in Purush and a mikra, even the Drash has is pretty close to Pshutush mikra, and that's why Rashi quotes it. And Rashi, and as Rashi himself says, when do I bring a Drash of the Chazal? Agoda Mikra I bring it when this uh, interpretation according to uh, Agoda and according to Drush explains the the words of the posak in its proper place, each thing in its proper place. So in other words it has to relate itself to Pshudushol Mikra. but But if there's a Drasha that doesn't fit with the shot at all, bring Rashi doesn't quote them at all. them is and therefore in regards to our matter as we bald Rashi bring the drush from Ramei of Neivach. Since Rashi does bring the drush that uh, Ramei Shardashian explained in regards to Neivach, an and Artem Shuddashal Mikra must have some, it lends itself to Shuddashal Mikra as well. And those as Rashi sagt with Mihini, Maidish and what Rashi means when he says, and I wonder what he's going to do in those other two places, he doesn't mean to say there's no explanation at all about what, what are you going to do in those two places. There's no answer to the question over there. That's not what he means. Nor as me ken law on a in What he means to say. Here, Rabbi gives it an explanation which is a drush but it lends itself to Pshudosh mikra but over there, he's not going to be able to give an explanation which is drush, but still fits with Pshudosh al-Mikra He's not going to be able to find an explanation which is close to the Pshudosh al-Mikra because over there, there are answers and Rashi is well aware of those answers but those answers, those explanations which are given there, in the Gemara and Medrash, don't fit with Pshat at all. As we'll soon see in, in Siv Dalad, in the, why it doesn't fit with Pshut But that's, the is giving the basis of the explanation. Rashi doesn't mean that there is no explanation for those two words. What he's saying is, in those cases, the, the explanation that is given in the Gemara and the Medrash, don't lend themselves to P'shudu Rashi, And therefore, we understand the specific wording that Rashi uses in this case, and I wonder, it leaves me wondering, what is he going to, how is he going to explain it? He doesn't say, it's, it's very difficult for me to understand that's not what he says that would mean I just find no explanation at all to what he's going to do there he says it leaves me wondering because it's not in any way it doesn't undermine his explanation here at all it's not doesn't leave a difficulty with Ramesha's explanation Nor but it leaves me wondering about how he's going to fit it in to those other two places What's going to say in those other two places? In other words, it's not, it doesn't leave, it doesn't contradict what Rav Moshe says. Rather, I wonder how he's going to explain that. That's that's a much softer question. When it's Kenzainen, it's possible to say, as by is the drash And actually, it's quite possible has by but that in those two places in the Vim and in the Vim and is the it's you can interpret it in a very different way, completely based on Drush and so on. It's possible that it doesn't fit with the simple meaning of the words. And that doesn't lead, that is not a contradiction why about the more because as was discussed already once Yeshlema, one could say as in Nevi Maksuvim, that in Nevi there are many psukim and words which must be interpreted not in the simple direct meaning of it. You have to understand it in a different way, in a more esoteric or homiletic way. And and that's distinctly different than the five uh, of the Torah, which is Torah itself. In chamishu Chumashu Torah, Rashi insists every, every has to be understood in its simple term. A posik first and foremost must be understood in its literal meaning. In, uh, then you can of course have all kinds of other interpretations but it all begins with the literal meaning in Nevi Maksuvim that's not necessarily the case it's possible that there are certain words that we find certain words in Psukim which can only be understood in their drash sense and we don't know what it means in Pshudoshul Mikra it doesn't have a proper uh, we don't know a good interpretation of Pshudoshul Mikra so therefore the fact that rab Moshe Adarshan over there will have to find a drush which doesn't fit with some is really not that big a question. It doesn't undermine his explanation here. Therefore Rashi simply says he doesn't use a normal term that he would have used, because surely It's difficult for me to understand how we could say this, because what's he going to do there? He doesn't say that. He uses something much softer. The Rashi he wonders, he leaves him wondering what, my Yiddish, how is he gonna explain it over there? Not that I don't understand how he's gonna explain it. It leaves me wondering what is he gonna do there? How is he gonna explain it there? Vasve Vasven Ramesha Dashan Darshanin. if the under it say what it leaves me wondering, what is he gonna is he gonna explain it there? See Dozveln I wonder if over there he will be able to fit it into P'shut HaShol Mikro. And therefore, now you'll be able to say, as Rashi says sometimes, that I find a similarity to the way it appears here from another place. And he shows you another place or two where a similar interpretation is given, similar to what Rashi says here. So, if Rabbi Moshe explains it over there in a way that is similar to P'shut Mikra, fits which uh, lends itself to P'shut Mikra, so then I'll be able to say, oh, there's three places in the Torah where we find the La, La-, 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 La- without a Mapike, and it, it has a similar explanation. Or, perhaps there's another option. I wonder if it'll be this way, or maybe, other the D'drash HaShubh Medesh or I wonder if over there he's going to be forced to explain it, very much removed from traditional mikra, and therefore there is no similarity between the law over here, which has to be understood in the literal sense, because over here it's chumash, and chumash has to be according to traditional mikra. Over there, no problem; it's not traditional mikra, fine. The two are two. It's not similar explanations. Over there, it's a drush. Here, it's chudrus mikra. I wonder what's going to, how it's going to turn out. That's what Rashi is saying here. Gimu So to explain this, to understand what's going on. First, we have to explain. Was Rashi zokt law He says law does not have an emphasized hay. Shemashma shemashma medrashik loi. Which leaves it to interpret it as the word loy, which means no. He called it not neivach. At first glance, what it seems Rashi is trying to say is as dos is ki ilus vol loy, it's as if the, the pasuk would have said loy va yikra loy He called it not by the name of neivach. The name is In other words, the, the name of the city did not end up to be Neuivach because the, the name did not last, and therefore the pasuk is trying to say the name of the city did not remain was not Neivach. But to say that that's the meaning of the Pasuk, it goes against this simple meaning of, the, of the, what the pasuk is saying, because the pasuk says he did call it Naivakh and therefore it would go against Rashi's rule in the way he explains every pasuk, which is I came to explain the simple meaning, and if it says vayikra he called it neivach. Rashi can't uh, settle with saying he called it not noivach. That doesn't. That is not pshutis from at all because when the pasuk says he called it noevach in his name after himself, the the simple meaning of the pasuk is obviously so that the called it by his own name noevach he put his name on the city. So therefore that can't be the explanation. The Rashi is Medayik. So Rashi is uh, brings to our attention. He says the words the medrash, the uh, the homiletic explanation, is as if it said is similar to loy. It's like it would have said loy. mashma mamish, and not to say that in here the word loy is law is to be read as loy. Obviously not. Only that there is also a medrashic Midrash, interpretation which leaves it open to saying that it could mean loy as well. It has a secondary meaning of loy. Thus haste. In other words, there uh, ain't a The fact that the Torah leaves it without a mapike, means to to bring to our attention, as the zakh ve'gavvelcha the pasuk is rougher that the thing, the uh, the subject matter that the terist, uh, the Pasik is talking about here is softer, is a shvacha metzis In other words, it le- it wasn't a firm, uh, resolute, conclusive end to that. That's not how it ended up. Noivach ataki ggemnem nomen noivach. In other words, to say noivach did name it noivach, and that's why it says the mean, the simple meaning of the pasuk is he called it noivach. Because the far state nishloy, that's why the pasuk doesn't say loy. Of course, that doesn't mean loy. It means loy. He did call it Neivach. But the uh, putting the imprint of the name on the city was only weakly attached. The nomen because the name did not last. So therefore, the loy he called it is written as, without an MAPK, to say that in the end, it was not so. But the simple meaning, of course, is that he did call it Neuvach. the so this gives, uh, gives us the explanation, Why we can't use the same explanation over here, and say the same thing by the story of Bayas with Rus', in Rus State the reason is in Megillahs, Rus. What does it say there? had gesagt to That Rus said to Bayaz. Bayaz gave her permission that she should be able to collect to take from his wheat to be able to eat. He gave her permission to take from his wheat and uh, to drink uh, from the water that they that they were they had there. So she said in humility, I am not. Uh, I'm not worthy to be like one of your maidservants. His maidservants they eat in the house; they get to eat where you know whatever they need. But I am not like one of your maidservants. It's uh, you know nice of you to allow it. So as he explains there, as Rashi over there explains, I am not as important as one of your maidservants. That's what she meant to say. When the is Therefore, Rabaya says to her in response to this comment that I am not as worthy as your maidservants. So Rabaya said to her, Rabaya said to her, when you uh, when it's time to eat, you can go there and you can eat from there. So the Medr says that over here, where it says "Vayoyim alo Bayas," Bayas said to her, "That's what the law is without a mappikay." Law on a mappikay. That in this case, the word "law" is without a mappikay. As Bayas ati ke that what was Bayas saying when he said "law"? Chas v'sholom. Chas v'sholom. Certainly not. ein at min ha'amoy shivchais you are not a maidservant to me, that's what he's saying Law means loy, he said to her no, how could you say what you're saying I don't consider you like a maidservant elamin ha'am imahais, not ha'amais, which means the maidservants, but imahais which means, I consider you equal to the, patri- to the matriarchs to sarah riftkirach that's what he said to her, no, don't say I am not even as worthy as your maidservants you are as worthy as the matriarchs that's the law he was saying no, don't say what you're saying when she said I shouldn't even be I don't even measure up to one of your maidservants the survey has responded no it's not as you say that you're not as uh, you're even more important. You're like as important as the himmais, the mothers. Is muvan as the drash is So therefore, in the way the in this drush, the way the Gemara explains it, that is not that doesn't fit with the pshat as we explained it uh, previously in in regards to la neivach. You can't here you can't say that the Medish, the as Rashi says by us that the, uh, the, ex- the deeper explanation is that it means like lo'i, no what did Rashi say by neivach? that lo'i it's because it has a weaker the word lo'i is weaker and it's not, it didn't have a lasting effect it doesn't mean to say no in fact no because as we said that's not pshat at all the word is law yeah it's, it, that it was he did call it noivach only that he was that it, the name that he called it didn't last so in other words it has a softer meaning the word law but over here you can't say that what Bayez was saying no means is a soft no because in. No, when he was saying to her know what you're saying that you're like one of the maids or not even like one of the maidservants he completely rejected that thing not that he softened what she was saying he utterly and totally rejected her supposition that she is not worthy like the maidservants and he said to her you are as worthy more worthy than them like the mothers so here the word law law. Can't mean a soft no, a soft law. He absolutely rejected what she was saying. So, therefore, just like by law noivach, the Rebbe established that if we say that the word law means loy, that totally removes it from Shutta mikra. That is, that the word law should mean no, that goes against the Shutta mikra So, therefore, in this case, when Boya said to her law and he meant no, that that's not even softening it. It means an outright no. That is not Shulchan The word law does not mean loy. That you can't say that. That's the simple meaning of the pasuk. Therefore, here we're much more relying on an absolute drush, which is not a, at all according to Shulchan Mikra similarly in the passage which says, to build for herself a house in Bavel, given it's true that when arrogance landed in Bavel, it was there only in a soft way, meaning in a temporary way. because it didn't last in Bavel, it eventually made its way over to Elam but in the simple meaning of the words, the simple meaning of the words of this posseg has to mean that the pasuk is not talking about anymore. it's speaking in the singular law for itself rather than in the plural for themselves because it's only talking about one of the two not about both the one that uh, that remained in Bavo, which is flattery, and as he brought earlier in the Sikha from Pirush Rashi Lushas, that the way Rashi explains it in Shas as was the that from the fact that the Pasik says to it for itself in the singular for themselves in the plural as he had said as he had been addressing this whole thing in the plural earlier. Two women and for themselves and under their wings and so on. Is mukach from this Rashi said it's clear as the pasik that nar ein lochuda that the pasik here switches into the singular because now it's talking only about flattery which remained in bavil. is because flattery did not make its way over to Elam. Sizgiblibim in bavil, remain permanently in bavil. So therefore the Pshut Mikra can't mean anymore that the word law really means to include two things. And it's written in a, in a soft way because one of those two things did not remain permanently. That is already a complete departure from Shuddhasl Mikra. The P'shudosh Mikra is that it's talking about one thing, only Hanufa. So therefore now to interpret it, that law means, is written softly, because it's addressing two things which originally came, but then left. And therefore it's, the law is written with a, a soft law. That's already a complete departure from P'shudosh Mikra. And that's why Rashi says, Rabbi Moshe is not going to be able to explain this in a way, There is an explanation but it's not similar to Peshudah at all. It doesn't lend itself to Peshudah at all, neither in the case of Boyas, where he completely rejects uh, Rus's approach to it, and nor over here, where it's obviously the Pasuk is now talking, the Peshudah Shlomikra is talking only about one of the two. So for now, that's what uh, how the, the, the Rashi means to say. He explains... Our Pusik, according to Rabbi Shadarshan, which does lend itself nicely to Pshutashal Mikra, even though it's a Drush. But he says, but then I, don't under- I'm not, I wonder how he's going to relate this to Pshutashal Mikra in those two other interpretations, which Rashi is well aware of, but he, is, he says it doesn't lend itself to Pshutashal Mikra at all, therefore it remains completely Drush over there. So I wonder how to relate the two to each other. Over there, it's completely different than here. Hey, but we still have to understand. in Everything that we talked about, the explanations were from the Gemara. In the medrash Rus is the pasuk meramis. The of Livnes Labais is alluding to if to the falsehoods that were found in Bavel. Under law. And the reason that it's written with a soft hay, on a mapik is Malama she'en shua. That teaches us that since we're talking about falsehood, and falsehood has no lasting uh, ability, it doesn't last, so therefore it's written, talking about falsehood, is writ- law is written, written in a, a soft way. So Rashi could have accepted that explanation. Which does, in fact, similar is it has a similarity to the way Rashi explains the law in Neivach. The shek because over there too, just like over here by Neivach, the reason it's written softly is because the name didn't have a lasting effect. So over here too, shekir has no lasting effect, and therefore law is written in a soft hey the sheke is to say that the lie is there the falsehood is there it's there and Babel has a lot of uh, falsehoods but the word is written in a soft way because falsehood doesn't have a lasting effect as came, it doesn't last and this would also fit well with the way Rashi understands Lo, uh, the, the the story here, as he explains it in Shasa'sLness law by his gate of Hanufa, that the uh, when it says to build for itself a house in Babel it's Rashi explained that as being Hanufa, that that is talking about only specifically it's re- relating to flattery. And it fits well with this chat. Why? Because is because flattery is also an exercise in dishonesty. When you say things, nice things about someone that you don't really believe, so that's dishonesty. It's just another version of Shaker of the falsehood. ob Chanufa Chasidim. Sorry, Shemarim Atzvim Chasidim that they show themselves to be. Fans, let's say, of uh, whatever, the, whoever they're talking about, but in truth, they're dishonest. So, the interpretation of of uh, that's brought in Medrash Rus, that is talking about falsehood actually fits well with the way Rashi, with the explanation Rashi gives in the Gemara, and the Gemara Rashi has, of course has to explain her according to the way the Gemara explains it. But it they actually work together. They seem to be saying a similar thing that. We're talking about falsehood, and falsehood has no staying power, and that's why the hay is uh, soft. And that fits very well with the Pshutash al Mikra. So, the explanation of why Rashi doesn't like that explanation for Pshutash Mikra, at least, of course, he likes it in the Medrash, but uh, for Pshutash al Mikra if we were to accept that the, the word law without a map the purpose of putting it without a map is to show indicate that it has a soft it's a soft uh, meaning because it doesn't have any lasting power as we said that the flattery and dishonesty and falsehood the Gemara's explanation and the Medrashurah's explanation they are they don't have any lasting power so then the question should, a fair question could be asked why does the Posik only address law as it, now it seems to be addressing only the fact that uh, flattery stayed in Bavo so why doesn't the Torah or the word law, why doesn't it, Why doesn't the Torah use a word which should include also ruach, also arrogance? It also has a weakness. It also has the fact that it doesn't have any, have any staying power. <speaking in Hebrew> Just as uh, flattery doesn't have, it's used in a soft sense because it doesn't have any staying power you could already include arrogance in that same word or uh, use a word which would include both of them because the arrogance also has a soft uh, softness about it because it didn't stay in Babel it moved over to Elam so if you're saying that the word law without a mapikei indicates a softness because it doesn't remain so then why did you leave out arrogance? arrogance also didn't remain so why did arrogance fall out of the mix? Why did it become only about Hanufa, only about um, flattery? Because of its dishonesty, and therefore it doesn't have any lasting power. You could also include arrogance, because it ended up moving away from Babel. Include them both. And from them was the Pasuk Zdok, Lo Losh Yachid. And that, but the fact is that the pasuk now uses it as a singular. In other words, it's talking about one of the two and not both. We're talking only about one thing, which is the uh, flattery. Is from this? It becomes clear that number one, other is and the fun then is ain It's clear now, therefore, that that's the, the softness is not the fact that. Um, that the flattery doesn't have any lasting power, which is the way that uh, the Medrash Rus explained it. So at least not in Shulchan That's not what it uh, means. And number two, the pasuk the in The Pasik is talking about the fact that the flattery landed in Bavel and remained in Bavel. Nishvish and not that it eventually made its way over to, to, uh, to Elam. In other words, that when the Pasek says, la bias to create for itself a place, it's talking about flattery, and the flattery that remained in Bavel, not the softness that it eventually left, or that it has no staying power. It did stay in Bavel. And that's why Rashi doesn't like that explanation that is given in the Medrash Rus, about that, that the law over here is talking about uh, an inherent weakness that dishonesty has, because if, we were, if the word law indicates a weakness, then you could have equally applied it to arrogance, which also had a weakness, because it didn't remain... So therefore, Rashi doesn't like that explanation, at least not in Pshut because it completely takes it away from its literal meaning. now, based on all this, is For Rashi is magdim dem Posuk von father von Why Rashi first mentions the pasuk in Rus, which is really in k'suvim, as we asked, before the pasuk in Schari, which is in Avim. The reason is in the pasuk Yemela boyas von is the Draj drash Hepe in the pasuk of uh, bayaz the the uh, the explanation itself f- flies in the face of the regular meaning of the word law law according to the way he is interpreting it the word vayamala means loi which means that he said no in, on the far is Rashi and that's why Rashi completely negates, says that this is, can't mean this cannot fit with and the reason he chooses that one first is because you can make the case more easily in regards to this pasuk, where it's clearly not what the meaning of the pasuk is when you say he said to her it doesn't mean he said no because in the Pasiglibnisla versus yem asim to Over there it's much closer to Darhabshat. For la is because over there law doesn't mean no, it just means that it has a softer existence. It is a yes, but it's a softer yes. So that's closer because asam because eventually arrogance made its way over to Elam and therefore it didn't remain in bavo other or even the, the pshat of the medrash rus where dishonesty doesn't have a lasting power but, so there's other problems with it but at least the, the direct meaning of the word la means yes but it means a soft yes whereas in rus you want to interpret it as meaning no that's a complete departure from uh, the pshat and therefore rashi chooses that one first the one in rus which is a clear, clearly not according to Pshat, and he can't go with the, the one in Zechariah uh, first, because over there at least it has a closeness to Derech Hapshat, but it has other problems. Therefore he chooses the one that's completely doesn't fit with Derech at all. But in regards to Livnitz L'Bayis, it's, it has a closeness to Pshat, Nars Ishver, is but it's difficult to say that that's what it means but because the the Pasuk also changed from from plural to singular so therefore now suddenly the Pasuk is talking about only one of them so therefore had he, the uh, Hanuf flattery did stay in Bavel so therefore it's not a soft, a soft uh, sound of law law doesn't seem to apply anymore so, therefore, at least it lends itself somewhat to the Pshat, but doesn't follow through fully, and therefore he brings that one second, because the difficulty is not as pronounced as in Rus, where it's a complete departure from the simple meaning. Zion. The inner dimension of this Rashi, to explain that. The Alid Rai vo state law on a all these three places where it says law without the emphasis on the hey. Reidn b'shaychus suam etzius von nit kedusha are all talking about a situation which is unholy, an unholy situation. In onze it explains in onze parsha redveng an redveng an einemun einemesh tot von amayri ein genumenesh tot von amayri. In our parsha, it's talking about a conquered city which came from a non-Jewish from the Moirim from Canaanim. In the case of Ayimla Bayez, by Bayez, it's talking about Rus who came from Mayav. She was a non-Jewish woman on and when it talks about to build for itself a house, over from over there it's talking about the arrogance and the and the flattery that was in Babel. So all three are negative things. On the first State law on a Mapike, and that's why law is written in it with a soft hate. So my to allude to us, a metzius from luma says metzius rafa that the existence of negative forces of klipa and so on are a soft existence, meaning it doesn't have any lasting power. Nor kedusha is a metzius amitzus venitzchis. Only holiness is a true and eternal existence. Aba says nishka metzius but Anything that is against Kedusha that is non-kdusha, doesn't have a real lasting mitsy, So nishkain yama, it doesn't have any truth to it and therefore cannot last. Ivdem Zoktrashi. So that's the general idea. Ivdem Zokrashi. So Rashi says in the I wonder what he's, how he's going to explain those two Psukim Abayas and Libnus Abayas because we can understand in our in our case in Neuvach, that he, he's talking about subduing a negative force and not about the negative became, was turned into a positive thing that it became a holy thing because as it says he conquered it so in other words, it's not that he turned the Amayroim, the Amayrim into uh, holy people. He converted them to Yishad. That's not what happened. He took the city away from them. In other words, he they remained. All he did was suppress them. Therefore, therefore it fits that it's a soft existence that it's uh, it's it it leaves that understanding that the negative force was softened, was crushed, was uh, and that's what it is. It wasn't transformed. That's what we're talking about. But in the Psukim, but in the other two Psukim although it talks about negative a negative side, is from the But there we're talking about um, uh, an existence of than the other side, the negative side, but as it was transformed into a holy existence. Rus of course converted in the and she was elevated to the very highest levels of kedusha. as is until as Rus said to her, you are like you can be compared to one of the matriarchs. And the same is true of uh, building a house, the Shekeh from Babel, main the Pnimiyah the Shakal from Talmud Babel. What is the, um, at least on the inner dimension, what is the reference of the lie of Babel? Why is Babel called the lie? Because it's talking about in the Pnimiyah, not in the literal sense, but what it uh, truly means is that the Talmud Babel the way they study Torah and Bavel, which is, as we know, the difference between Baveli and Yerushalmi, and Yerushalmi, everything is illuminated. It's like the the example that is given, if you're in a room and you're looking for the door, so if you're in a room which has light, everything is illuminated, so you know immediately where the door is. You have the exit, you go straight there. And as Yerushalmi, there is no discussion and back and forth, and questions and answers, and rejections, it immediately goes for the correct uh, approach. The halacha is immediately apparent. In Bavli, it tries one, one way out of this discussion, another way out, it rejects that, and so on. It's like being in a dark room, and you see a little opening, you think, no, it's only a window, it's only a hole in the wall. This is a closet. You eventually find your way out. So, Bavli is in darkness. And you have to find your way to the truth. And Afila B'Shekeh, that's what it means by the untruth. The untruth is that you try one way and it doesn't seem to be correct. You try another way, it doesn't seem to be correct. Eventually, you find your way to the truth. But it's through being, sitting in the darkened room... Which eventually leads to al Bava, which is the, the way stu, uh, Torah was studied in Babel. That Uvgitan, the Liveness Labayis, but what? But there is a positive side to this. That's what makes a strong foundation for understanding the Torah, because you've tried every way, and you've uh, you had to find your way to the truth, and therefore you know all the why this is no good and why that's no good. You understand how we got to the truth and therefore that brings you up to a higher level of of understanding Tata. and the uh, what's called the foundation of Tata, a home built on strength, which because now you understand how we got we get to these places. That gives you a much stronger understanding, of stronger basis upon which to build. Whereas somebody who simply goes for the truth immediately, doesn't necessarily know how you get to the truth. He wouldn't be able to withstand a question or a challenge and so on. So therefore, ultimately, the lie of Bava, which is talking about Talmud Babli, is something which is transformed into a much higher level of Torah. And since now we're talking about the negative, as it's transformed into holiness, law on because now it doesn't fit anymore to say that the law has to be so, said with a soft hey, the memonasha, because either way, the klipa atzme is in gansom and on the one hand, the klipa is completely negated, Rus was no longer klipa, there was no klipa left, she was completely holiness, and the same with the darkness above. All that it turns into something positive. Says Loi Mamish. And if we're talking about Klipa, the word loi does fit very strong. <laughs> there is no longer any klipah. Ktusha, and if you want to talk about the k'tusha side of it, so it's not no longer a soft Khtusha. then it should say the k'tusha is emphasized we're talking about a greater degree of Kedusha, a higher degree of Ktusha, So then there should be a, an emphasis on the Hey. Toikev hachigodl, the greatest emphasis. is der as as we know, that it's when you transform negative into positive, that's where you see the greatest degree of Ktusha. So therefore Rashi says, now I don't know when those two which we're talking about not a negative which was simply subdued, but rather a negative which was a negative which was transformed totally. So then what's the softness? If we're talking about the clip, it's gone totally, if we're talking about the Gdusha, it has the greatest emphasis. So therefore I wonder how he's going to interpret that.